welcome to this week's episode of How's You Manage, where we aim to inspire, bring joy, and teach you ways to better manage yourself. My name is Brittany Schrift, and today I am going to be talking about something that some people love and others loathe, and that is professional development. Those that love it can't get enough, and those that loathe it often avoid it because maybe they had a poor experience in the past, they don't think they have the time, or maybe they just don't see the value or believe that they don't have more to learn. But by not prioritizing it, there is so much more at stake than anyone even realizes. So over the next few minutes, I'm going to talk about why professional development is so important. Spoiler, it actually ties back to an innate human needs that we all have. And then actually chat about one program that is coming back here at House that helps drive it. So let's jump in. So as human beings, we are driven by a series of fundamental needs, certainty, variety, significance, connection, contribution, and then growth. And we are naturally drawn to some more than others. By that, I mean that we'll put in the work to meet those needs that we feel are more significant, but in turn, that causes us to neglect the others in that list. And when we neglect the others is when we see imbalance, dysfunction. And I know this word sounds really extreme, but we even see toxicity in our life. So as an example, let's say uh, you have two needs that you're hyper-focused on um, that are significance and contribution. So this means that you value recognition, feeling seen and heard, that significance. And then you also need to feel like you're making a difference and adding value to those around you or things that you're a part of, which is contribution. So if you value those two things and you work really hard to meet them, then you're probably someone who cares a lot about work and your value at work and doing a good job. You take your career seriously, which is a good thing. But someone who focuses a lot on those could potentially, keyword here, potentially, start to neglect other things like connection. So that might look like you're excelling at work, but maybe you're struggling to create or maintain friendships or not making an effort to have a social life, which is important because we need to feel connected to other humans and have that sense of belonging and support. So you might end up feeling lonely or that you don't have people to talk to or have a support system. Now, of course, I'm making very huge generalizations here to illustrate this point. Like, of course, you can be someone who values their career and a social This is all in a spectrum, but the point I'm trying to make here is that when we feel a lack of balance in life, it's often because we're focusing on some needs and not the others. And one need that I see many, many people prioritize towards the bottom of that list is growth. And growth is the expansion of capacity, capability, or understanding. To put it into Simpler terms, it's really just self-improvement. So whether it be an improvement in skills and knowledge and personal qualities or behavior, the list, of course, goes on. We all, even if you choose to ignore this or push it down, truly do have an innate desire to continuously grow into better versions of ourselves. And when we don't prioritize this is when we sometimes feel stagnant or truthfully really unhappy with the person that we see in the mirror. But let me say, though, to have seasons of life where you feel that way is completely normal. We are never going to get to a place of perfection or, as Maslow says, self-actualization. But that doesn't mean that we can't strive to be better. We don't need to accept mediocrity in ourselves. 
And there are so many ways that we can move growth from the back burner to the front as long as you choose to prioritize it. And choose is the really important word there. So most people, it's normal, but we fall into this trap where, and and I'm going to focus the rest of this episode strictly on professional development, but personal exists as well, of course. But many of us fall into this trap of because we've been on our current team in our current field, whatever it is for X amount of years, we start to believe that we know it all, that there's nothing more to learn or improve. And this may be hard to hear, but that is your ego speaking. Because truthfully, no one can ever master anything. You can be really experienced and really knowledgeable as the years go on, but master, that is a dangerous thought pattern to adopt. There is always room to reach that next level in every aspect of your life and be the best version of yourself in every space that you show up in. So if you are someone who resists investing in your professional development, you're skeptical if you need it, or if you're someone who sees the value, but you just can't get yourself to invest the time, then I've got a few things I want to share with you. I'm going to spend the next few minutes talking about three reasons why I personally believe in professional development and why I think it is so critical to getting the things that you want. And then after, I'll actually talk about a program we have here at House that can help with that. So The first benefit to professional development or why it truly matters is that it makes you better at your current job. This one I would say is, of course, the most obvious reason. When you invest in your own development, whether you are reading more books, you are listening to podcasts, you are taking courses, you are getting a certification, you seek out a mentor, you participate in a developmental program like RISE, which I'll talk about in a second you are gaining new knowledge and skills, or if you had a baseline in some areas, you are refining these skills or developing them to get even stronger. This eventually makes you more effective at your job and gives you confidence. And I will continually say this throughout the rest of the episode because it is so important. It does not matter how long that you've been in your role or what you've experienced in your career thus far. We have to approach our jobs as if there's still more to learn. There's still areas to improve. There's still things to quote unquote master. And that is because it's the truth. And we cannot allow our ego to tell us otherwise. And this is one, becoming better at your job. That is especially important because I think some people hear the words career advancement and automatically think that that means a promotion, which it doesn't. You can advance and you can grow in your career without moving, and this is one way. So for those of you who have no desire to reach another level, which is totally normal, then this particular one was for you. And my next point really piggybacks off of this one. So on top of professional development, making you better at your current job, it also prepares you for future roles. There is a common misconception that exists out there, and that is that people think that they get promoted because they've mastered their current role. And in most instances, that is actually false. You get promoted because you're exhibiting the behaviors and skills that are expected at the next level or role. So if your goal is to advance by way of a promotion or taking on a new role, 
you've got to put the work in now to learn and develop and show that you're ready and prepared. Find out what is expected at that next level and what types of professional development that focuses on the hard and the soft skills can help you get there. And I'll give you an analogy to illustrate this point of preparing in advance for the future role that you want. So pretend that you are running a marathon, which I believe is just over 26 miles, and you would never show up the day of, of the marathon having only run five or 10 miles beforehand, right? Depending upon where you get your advice from, most people build in at least one 20-mile run into your training in advance so that you're prepared the day of and that your body doesn't go into total shock and gives up. Therefore, you're obviously setting yourself up for success. And if you're someone where your time matters, it helps you get a better time. So you want to apply that same principle to your career. You have to train now because your career is the marathon of a lifetime. And then you'll see the fruits of your labor when the time comes. So our last benefit to professional development is that you're just more engaged and happier at work. I have talked about this many times in previous podcast episodes because it's something that I feel really passionately about. Your satisfaction and happiness at work is so important. When you are happier, you will feel more connected and fulfilled by your work. So you are going to perform better, therefore see better results. And being able to see how you've grown really helps with that. It builds your self-confidence and you feel a sense of achievement. Now, of course, there are many factors that contribute to your happiness at work. Some of those are out of your control, but prioritizing your growth and professional development is a factor that you are completely in control of that can make a difference. So if you remember nothing else from this episode, remember that your happiness at work matters. You will not be able to perform at your highest level without it. And this is one way that you can enhance it. So I spent all of this time talking about the importance of fulfilling that human need for growth and how that specifically shows up at work. And I wanna close out by talking about one program that we offer here at Howe's that can actually help with this. And it's called RISE, Building Leaders at All Levels. So the program runs for seven months and the main goal is to develop leadership and influence skills for housers who are currently in individual contributor roles. So they're not managers yet, they're not people leaders and further builds out their tool belt to prepare them for those future roles. And when I talk about the future, that could look like they want to get into formal leadership one day or they want to move into a highly influential role where they're working cross departmentally with different teams. And what I love about the program is it provides a variety of developmental opportunities that truly meets the needs of every type of learner out there. And it's based upon the 70-20-10 model to learning and development, which I wish I had time to get into. I encourage you to look it up. It's really interesting. But the way that we incorporate a variety of learning is through a mentor that they receive who is a house leader or in an influential role. Um, they participate in unique courses that are only accept accessible to program participants. They hear from executive high-level speakers inside, outside of the company. They have access to a series of business acumen-related readings and activities. And I would say one of the most unique aspects of the program is they work in a small group to identify a current gap in our company, develop a solution, and then pitch it to a panel of house leaders in the form of a business case and what we call the capstone presentation. And 
What's important to know is that this program will not define what exactly your next step is. That varies in each department. Like I cannot tell you the details on what exactly you have to do to go from a sales rep to a sales manager or from a software engineer to an engineering director as examples, right? Like this program can help you develop skills and behaviors that are needed to move up in the company regardless of your department, regardless of your role. We take a more holistic approach on purpose and focus on universal skills that we expect all high-level housers to exhibit. And participating in this program is such a great way to signal to your department leadership that you are not only ready for that next step, but like we talked about earlier, you're willing to and actively put in the work to prepare for that next step instead of taking a more passive approach and assuming that you'll wait until you're in that role. So we are launching the next cycle of this program in June, and it'll run until December. We received so much great feedback from the last round of the program and have spent months and months making changes and updates to the program to really elevate it from our first run last year. And while this program is so much fun, is so impactful, I will say, though, that it does require some commitment. So if you'd like more information on the program to see if you're eligible, what the expectations are, and just how to apply in general, use the link below to access the RISE page on our Talent Development Hub. The application itself will open April 14th and it'll close April 28th. And you can of course reach out to myself or my team for questions and help. Well, with that, we have reached the end of our time together today. I wanna challenge you all this week to set a few goals for yourself that relate to your professional development. What can you utilize or participate in or seek out that will make you better at your job, prepare you for the future role or next stage of your career that you envision for yourself, and that will just make you happier at work? Don't ignore that desire we all have to grow. Your future self will thank you because I know I did. And if you're stuck, if you need help, if you need some advice or input, reach out to Talent Development. Truly, we are here to help you with all of this, so don't be shy. And if you're not already, start utilizing and participating in some of our offerings. Just dip your toe in the water. Make some baby steps. We offer career development courses on a regular basis. We, of course, have biweekly podcasts. There's tons and tons of self-paced content on our Talent Development Hub. It's all there. You just have to take the time to utilize it. And lastly, don't forget to check out the link below if you're interested in learning more about RISE. I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode of How's We Manage, and I look forward to talking to you all next time. For now, have a great week.